0: A good Nair of Shabbos, Parshas, Boy. These Parshas of the Mitzrayim are like always next level, unbelievable, uplifting, uh, Kedusha that's being charged. For every Yiddish in the Shammah is getting this charge of the messages that Kosh is sending from the from the laning of the Parsha. Um, uh, just one of the things that's so simple is that, um, I, Rav Gamliel told me a famous story already. I think he said it was, the story was of Yeruchma with Mir, of Lebovitz, if not mistaken. He said that one time there was a rush and he had to get on a, a train and he, at the, he was pushed, kind of like pushed onto the train, he got onto the train and he stepped onto the train and he realized one of his shoes had fallen off on the platform. And immediately he bent down. It took off his other shoe and he threw it onto the back out onto the platform over the throngs of people that were trying to push onto the train. And somebody looked at him. What are you doing? He says my other shoe fell off outside. There's no way I could get it now. The train's leaving and the th- people are rushing to get on the train. And to me, one shoe's no good. And if somebody finds that one shoe outside, it doesn't do anything for him. So he may as well benefit from the other shoe. So I threw it out there. So. Somebody will find it, at least both Jews and somebody could benefit from it. So we're going to you know, a lot of people would come to that conclusion. But the question is how long it takes for a person to reach that conclusion. And it could be that the godless of Rav Yeruchim is the alacrity in which he came to that conclusion. And that's really the essence of... um some of the messages of Yitzias Mitzrayim is that when it's time to go, you got to go out fast. You got to r- run out of Mitzrayim. You got to do things without letting it become chametz, and that's part of the message of Achilas Matza and Shmarta Matzas and, and this is where you eat the korban pesach. Masnechem You have your your loins girded. And, uh, and your shoes on and your staff in your hand ready to run. And you gotta eat it with speed. And this is really, of, uh, Borah Rosenblum is a big Magid Mesharm here in in, in Eretz Israel. And he set over a very well-known idea from Chaim uh, Vital. Who says that the you know the the four yesodos, afar, ma'im, uh, ruach and esh? If you go back from esh, Ru- ruach, ma'im, and afar, it's arma. Wait, wait, remember it. But um, he says that this idea is that really the mikubalim look at it as really the upper three: the esh, the ruach, and the ma'im. Are there to modify the offer. The offer is the base building blocks of the person. That's why Kim Ya'adama, Lucacha, he's called Adam because he's taken from the Adama, from the ground, from the dirt. So the offer, the dirt, you came from offer, you're going to go back to offer. The dirt is the essence of who the person is. And so therefore, all the other three kokos, the sodos of fire, water, and wind, they're there to And you put them in the proper combinations and you create something with that mixture and the Afar and you get all these different things in the world. You get different people, different items. That's how the building blocks of the world work. So really, an Adam is adama, And the nature of Afar is to be sedentary, stationary, and not moving. And seeking the lowest level as well, but it's stationary. It doesn't move, it just plots He says, this is really what we need to know is that we need to work in our lives to work with alacrity, to chipazom, to run. We walk in the derech of Hashem, but we run to do mitzvahs. We gotta, we gotta run out and we gotta like show because the lashon of running in Hebrew is rots. Rots is, 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 is the root of the word rotsom, is your will and what you really, really want. And that's part of leaving Mitzrayim is that we get taken out of the land Eretz Mitzrayim and the word Eretz though is that's potential to transform it into rots, into running and and that's really what our tachlis of Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim is is to learn how to do our mitzvahs and be connected to Kosh Baruch but to do things with alacrity not to do things slovenly not slovenly, slovenly like oh, okay, alright I gotta go to Shul alright I'll put my Get my t'halas and t'villin. You gotta be excited. That's the whole point: is to is to transform yourself. That that offer of who you really are, the building block, is going to be influenced by the Eish and the Ruach and the Mayim. and all these other Midas are going to be able to be mixed in to try to uplift a, the person and to make him close to Akharz who make him. I guess to reveal the real rot zone of the Eretz of the person. So I just wanted to say that that's part of our message that we need to have. That Kosh Hu should give us this brocha, that we should always be able to see the opportunities Hashem gives us and recognize that so many times we have this tendency just to to do nothing. And nowadays you might be watching this or listening to this on one of these devices they're kind of like you don't have to do anything; it's all being done for you. You just press a button, and everything's done. Sometimes we have to understand that in order to to accomplish things in life, we can't just have it all given to us. We have to do some make some kind of effort to attain it. But the flip side is very scary. We know the flip side. In last week's parsha, we saw how that Moshe Rabbeinu he went. You know, he was coming from Midian with his wife, and and she had a baby. And uh, they came to the hotel, and he was, you know, devoured by a serpent. And Zipporah saw this, and she took a, a rock, and she gave a brismilla to her son. And then the serpent went away, and Moshe Rabbeinu was saved, and everything was fantastic. The question is, what was going on here? But Moshe Benu said, ah, we don't have to do a bris, I'll wait. No, no, no. There's a question. That he had a Hashilah. Hashem said that he's got. To, they got to go. And she's having a baby, so she had the baby. Should she wait and not listen to Hashem who says you got to go? Or should we go, and then maybe on the way find a place that we could rest close to Mitzrayim, and then we could do the bris there. And that's the way he chose it. But the why did God send a serpent or an angel to, to devour Moshe Benu and threaten his life? It seems to be because he was misasek with the malone first. He was, he was dealing with his lodging before doing the bris mila. In other words, he should have gotten there. He should have taken out the, the baby in the basket and his, you know, little attache case with his bris materials and, you know, so I called up Kvater right there, done the bris, and then, okay, now let's check into the hotel. That's what it seems to be. But it seems a very, very dachis, very, very, very thin line. And it could be that Moshe Rabbeinu, who was trying to take the Yidin out of he was trying, he needed to be exceedingly meticulous in this idea of Zerizus, and not be, you know, as a, to he, puzzle, he needs to rile up the Jewish people to get them to come out of Mitzrayim, not to delay, not to pull Lot's wife on anybody. You know, to everybody's got to get out and we gotta, we got to go. And I think that this is maybe the part of the message why Koshboch wanted Moshe Rabbeinu to realize when it comes to Mitzrayim, the Mitzrayim's got to take number one priority, everything else, because if you if you let the the lodgings. Which is where you're going to rest and sleep, and you're going to have to stay there for three days. So I understand why Moshe wants to make sure it's going to be arranged, and then they can maybe, you know, relax after the bris. Again, Hashom, I, I can't understand the true depths of this, but I think that part of the message is is that we got to like take priority of the mitzvahs and the ruchnius before we take priority of the lodging, even though it would be logical and helpful. And, um, you know, that might be why that uh, really most post say that a person should not eat until after he's davened. I know there's a lot of Hasidisha people who feel that how could I daven without having koach and therefore they eat? Not a simple thing. Um, I'm not a post but But uh, the way I brought, was brought up is, you know, maybe if you need a coffee, you take coffee, but, you know, to eat, not so simple. That might be prioritizing your body, even you're going to use your body for a mitzvah. Chas I don't want to like, you know, cast aspersions on anybody, but I think that for most people, that you can man up and and get koach to daven, even if you don't have food before davening. I mean, I don't know, maybe I I, just, I grew up in a different time, you know, but, uh, I can survive, uh, you know, a few hours till after davening and I get daven okay with, even without the food. But um again, the, the issue is mitzvahs need alacrity. That's the essence of a mitzvah. It's not an additional to the thing to the mitzvah. It's part and parcel of the mitzvah is Jesus. That's why Pesach is a paradigm of all the mitzvahs. And that's why the Parash's Bo is the first mitzvah, the Kiddush Chodesh and, and the mitzvahs of, of Pesach and all these things are showing us that we gotta do it with, with, uh, with, um, Alacrity. Akash Baruch shall bless us, we keep that in mind, and Hashem shall bless us, so we should t- develop a rotson that our desire, our truest desire will be to do Torah and Mitzvahs, and we'll be excited to run to do the Torah and Mitzvahs, and make Hashem happy and ourselves happy. Rez Hashem will bring us closer and closer to the ghoulish layman, behere remain, amen, benched.